Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to The Money Play. We're your hosts, Hunter Vanderpool and Brandon Yulstead. Yo. Got another fucking banger coming at you. Uh, hot and saucy, coming down the chute, foot-long glizzy, sliding straight down your throat hole. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> That's how we're packaging it, baby. It's new branding. Hey. The Money Play. If you don't like glizzies down your throat. Don't listen to us. Yeah, we've we've been talking about hot dogs for a minute now since prior to Fourth of July. Remember? Yeah, yeah, we were kind of ahead of that. We tried to about we a week, were way week ahead, ahead of the curve. I think uh, who who started the glizzy thing? Is it Barstool? Uh, well, they called Joey Chestnut the Glizzy Gladiator. Is that their thing? Though they coined the term glizzy. Mm, I have no that. research to back this up, but I'm gonna say yeah. All right, I'll say no. So we're okay. split. We're split. Yeah. <laughs> First time. I have, I have no research either. But, um, cool. So yeah, I have no idea what I was talking about, but uh, that's that's our intro. Mm-hmm. That's it. So here's the show. You're listening to the Money Play. Follow us on Twitter at the Money Play, or um, go on our website hotgarbagesports.com and check out the cool stuff we're up to. More cool stuff coming soon. Yep. We're gonna run down some sports here mm-hmm. and. Uh, some some Madden news, some fantasy football stuff, and then get into some uh, pop culture stuff here in a sec. So Batman, let's uh, yeah, ooh, spoiler, yeah, spoiler, teaser, teaser, <laughs> teaser. We're gonna talk about Batman. Uh, yeah, let's just jump right in. First and foremost, uh, biggest sports stuff happening right now is the NBA playoffs. Yeah, I know. Uh, our Blazers play tonight. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be watching that. Yeah. Uh, got a hell of a start, and now we kind of got our asses whooped. Game four. Two games in a row. We kind of got... Um, did you watch the last game, game three? I didn't watch a ton of it. Uh, I caught, like, just glimpses. Yeah. Our guys, are, our main guy's still putting up some numbers, but... I didn't like the way it went down. I thought there were some, uh, there was some lame officiating mm. um, kind of down the stretch there. But, uh, I mean, ultimately, it's, uh, I mean, LeBron and um, AD. AD just I mean, yeah, AD just kind of, like, was like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and just <clears throat> be the best player out here now and yeah. dominate. He's dominated us yeah. every playoff series we've ever played him in. Yeah. He, he plays sucks. well. We need our big guys to step up. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard with him because he can shoot from the outside, too. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but we need our, our Twin Towers and their kitchen white side to really... I don't know, just hard foul them or something. I mean, yeah, I'm just saying, like, uh, they need to get boards. Like, there's no reason, like, those guys shouldn't be able to, like, rebound with those two. Yeah, that's true. You know, true. and, like, they need to get boards and then, like, just trust Dame and, like, CJ to outscore them. Because Dame and CJ and, like, uh, Gary Trent Jr., you know, like, those guys are shooters. Like, the like Golden State's model, right? Like, yeah. they just outscore people. Just run and gun it, yeah, for, and, like, for real. 
So LA is like trying to keep the scoring lower, you know, even though it got up to like what 116 or something. Yeah. But like yeah, we need to get rebounds and we need to just shoot the fucking lights out. That's how we did it in game 1. Especially like Danny Green. Like the role players for the Lakers really haven't been playing that well. They're not that tight. And they're just not that tight anyways. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, some other NBA news, couple sweeps going on. Um Notable sweep. The Celtics swept the Sixers. Yeah. So the Sixers a few years ago were all about the process. They had Joel Embiid, yeah, Ben Simmons, all I remember all this. Just halted, man. Yeah. Like they're like they're trash. Like they suck. Yep. It's um, it's weird. Like what do you what do you do when you're just like? Well, I had just, this whole plan yeah. and now it just sucks. I just think Boston's. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I think Boston's process is better. Like, like you know Tatum. Is like a stud. Yeah, Jalen Brown's a stud. Yeah, like Jaylen these guys Brown. just are playing better basketball too. Yeah. Which, by the way, I just saw right before we recorded, 76ers Nick uh, cut their coach. Ooh. Yeah. So he's done. <laughs> Trust that process. Um. Oh, sorry, man. I had something in with the with the sweep thing, and like, like f- so for example with the 76ers, like, it's got to get in your head that you're just like the Celtics are just gonna beat you every year. Like yeah. You're both young teams and every single year they just come in and they just kick your ass like what does that do to your to your brain uh i think you just eventually just kind of stop giving a fuck and then just start playing selfish ball and it just doesn't work yeah like like selfish ball doesn't work yeah like all those years like all the jordan years when he would just couldn't be beat like lebron in the east when he just couldn't be beat like that would suck Mm -hmm. every year no matter how hard you try it's just like those guys are going to beat you yeah like that's got a way on your psyche I mean, and yeah, and at that point, it's like, uh, like, why not just do what, like, Dame talks about doing, right? Like, I guess just, like, stay in your city and be the best thing you can be for that city. Yeah, for real. Just ball out and, like, get become a local love. legend. Yeah. Yeah, like, Dame is, I mean, he was already kind of a legend, but, like, I mean, this year especially, yeah. he's getting a lot of love. He's solidifying he his legacy, man. Yeah, he's he keeps stepping it up every year. Absolutely. Uh, only other basketball stuff I figured we could talk about real quick is uh, I don't know if you caught any of the Mavs Clippers series. Ooh, a little bit, just highlights and stuff. But I saw Luca. That man, Luca is good, dude. Dude, he's good. You think like, he's only twenty one? Yeah, he's twenty one years old. I think it's true. I saw people speculating his birth <laughs> certificate. He's <laughs> a lizard person <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah, the, his birth certificates. He's actually like twenty six or something. I don't know. He looks and like sounds kind of young in interviews. No, yeah, he acts young kinda, too. Yeah, he acts. Like, I like, saw him kind of calling a guy out on the floor uh, yeah. like two games ago. Like, why yeah. would you shoot that? Like, yeah, like, what are you doing? You know, like, yeah. Montrose Harrell called him like a bitch ass white boy this last game. Yeah, I, I saw someone tweet out. <laughs> I saw someone tweet out. He's going to be a rich ass white boy. <laughs> yeah, he just dropped a huge triple double, like yeah. forty five points. Yeah, something crazy. Um. But no, he's he's pretty unreal. He's pretty cool. And something that we say about all white players uh, when you're watching him doesn't look like traditionally athletic. I would say like he he's obviously super athletic, but yeah. he's not like he's one of those flying like, through the air, dunking it, high flying. Yeah, but even then, right? He's you not kind like, of expect from your superstars. He's he's got a weird like body type, like mm-hmm. regardless of race, you know, like or skin color, whatever. Like he's like he's not like a Dirk, right? Like he's not like a big man like no. that. He's like a little bit thicker, mm-hmm. but he's that like that thick boy like growing up in like uh, in high school and stuff in PE, right? That like kind of like a straws. 
yeah, yeah, where yeah. he's like thicker and he's like athletic, you know, but he's like, yeah. he doesn't look like he would be that smooth. Doesn't look like he's going to. Yeah, because it's weird. His he's game like, is so yeah. good. I mean, he's, he's got so surprising burst. Like he's pretty very quick. quick. Very like quick. he'll beat guys on on the dribble. Like get into the basket. Like he'll he'll get an edge and he'll beat them to it. Like and to the he's block. six seven, I think, or six eight. So his like step back and everything is pretty nasty. Like he creates yeah. so much separation. Yeah, I saw like that three pointer he hit to beat the buzzard. Even like uh, it was just a smaller play in the game, but I watched him go up for a layup, contested, uh, and then he. Followed his shot, went up and got his own rebound. I think over like the Clippers' power forward or center, mm-hmm. just reached up and snagged it and got a second shot out of it. Like, yeah, guys like that are special. Yeah. And I mean, he's got Kawhi on him, man. Paul yeah. George on him. I was gonna say, I was, just busting their ass. Perfect segue. Let's. Uh, everyone's busting Paul George's ass. Uh, playoff P. Playoff P. That's R.I.P. <laughs> Did you see the clip of uh, them asking uh, like Russell Westbrook and I forget who the other guy was about like playoff P. No. And they're like, is that his name? He, he Well, he claimed himself yeah. playoff P. Like, is that his name? And then they just both started laughing, and they're like, like both deferred to the other guy. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to comment on that. Yeah. Like, dude's I, getting turned into a fucking clown this playoff series. I yeah. mean, if he didn't already get turned into one last playoff series. Yeah. Saw a tweet it's saying just, he's Darius Miles with a smaller fro. <laughs> Oof. Dude, it's just corny. You don't give yourself a nickname. No. Yeah, let the nicknames come to you. Russell Wilson, take note. Uh, I didn't. I stole this from the, the, the pardon my take guys, but they were saying uh, never. that's why you never trust a guy with two first names. Kind of holds true. true. It's true. Yeah. Paul George. Dork out there. Yeah. <laughs> two first names. I don't know, man. You're not wrong. He, uh, Yeah, he really hasn't been playing well. And, oh, do you know that he, so he plays for Doc Rivers. Mm-hmm. He used to date Doc Rivers' daughter. Mm. And then he cheated on her mm. with a stripper. I think got that stripper pregnant, and now they're oh yeah, that was the Dame Dame's sister was calling him he was out. Chiming on that, his sister was yeah yeah okay, and she was like, "You went and got some hoe ass stripper pregnant and like aired it out," and then like Dame had to step in and like Paul George stepped in and cleared the air or yeah. whatever. But like Paul George just got wrecked every Dude. every angle you look at it, and so they're playing Dallas. Dallas yeah. has Seth Curry on it. Ooh. Seth Curry just married Doc Rivers' daughter. Oh, weird love triangle. And Seth's stuff going been going on. off. Yeah, he just hit some big buckets actually on yeah. Paul George. So, yeah, Seth Seth's been going off. Those man. are some interesting storylines in the NBA. They like yeah. the drama. Paul George is like the shitty villain. He is kind of. Yeah. Which kind of sucks because like everybody he used to I, be tight. I think everybody used to love Pacers Paul George, and yeah. then he went and started trying to you know chase rings and make super teams and he just hasn't been good Banging he was good uh stuff, yeah when he was the superstar on his team he was awesome yeah he was really really no, good. he was tight that's what no, i'm saying man corny yeah you, you take such a risk like look at what happened to like kevin durant like kevin durant kind of tarnished his legacy too right mm-hmm. like they all i mean even i like lebron but even lebron has tarnished his like mm-hmm. legacy and went and chased rings like yeah. if you if you switch a team because because jordan didn't do it that's the standard, and Kobe didn't do it. I mean, that's the standard. Uh, all the greats don't do it, like Larry Bird. You know, I like, guess that's true. Um, Magic, uh, Magic, like Shaq. Well, yeah. Shaq moved around and got championships. Yeah, he's maybe like one of the only ones that. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of examples, of and that's because that he have moved around. Bald with the, I mean, he stayed with the Lakers. A lot for a of while. it's in the way you do it too. You know, like yeah. exactly, like like Paul George, right? Like he's hopped from a few teams now. He's on the Thunder, and then he's on mm-hmm. now he's on the excuse me, uh, on the Clippers and 
you know, you can't just be hopping like that from like team to team and not getting results. Like, yeah. To me, that's why LeBron's a little bit better because like everyone knows he's been consistently he's the one he goes there. Like LeBron is building that team and LeBron's going to get them to the finals. Yeah. Like yeah, that's yeah, why that's it's okay. Right. Like where like Paul George has, is not that kind of player. Yeah. And like even Kevin Durant kind of isn't that type of player. Like he's an amazing scorer. Yeah. But like worked on his defense he the, a lot. But yeah. yeah. But like, Golden State was already a championship team, and yeah. then he went there anyways. There's an asterisk on his championship yeah. forever. I mean, it wasn't like you went to like, um, like say um, Kawhi, for example. Yeah, like Kawhi went to Toronto, won them won. a championship. That's pretty dope. And then he went to the Clippers, and now he's at the Clippers, and the Clippers weren't a championship caliber team. No, no, no. And Kawhi won with the Spurs too. So like, yeah, he'll but go he, down as well. He league. wasn't. He's pretty different. He's nuts. Yeah, he's different. He's he wasn't different. the guy. In San Antonio until right he, at the end, right? Yeah, he took like, over, like, in the finals, kind of. Yeah. He still had, he had dope players. Clutch but. games, but, like, I mean, it's I feel new. like you never become a true superstar in San Antonio. It's an interesting argument. Like, I feel like Kawhi is one of the only people to do it, to switch teams and, like, still be, I guess, him and LeBron. Like, guess he throws on the cape, dude. He throws on the cape, and he's like, yo, I'll take your shitty franchise, too. <laughs> 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 See all that shit. He's still <laughs> doing the laugh, like dude. same old Kawhi stuff where he was looking down at the iPad and it was just a home screen, mm. just so, like he didn't have to talk to anybody and like <laughs> people just leave him alone. Like that's his thing. Kawhi, yeah, just Kawhi just ball. doesn't want to be bothered. No, he doesn't at all. I love those. Um, I I forget where it's from, but whoever you were out there that came up with it, like, uh, it was the thing. It was like, yeah, Kawhi Kawhi just tells his family he works in L.A. And uh, that, that, like that's all they need to know. Like they think Kawhi's just like a janitor or something yeah. like that. And just, like, <laughs> I wouldn't doubt that at all, dude. Just a simple man, dude. Just wanting to live his life as simply as possible. He is. Yeah. Everyone wants to get in his business. So. Um. Yeah, that wraps it up with NBA stuff, though. We still got a, I mean, a few series over, a few series getting close, but yeah. uh, really, next round we'll pay a little more attention. I think. Yeah. Unless the Blazers yeah. are out, then yeah. yeah, probably not. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll tell you the tell you the stuff we find interesting, which is yeah. exactly what this is about. Um, let's move on to a little bit of football news, mm. NFL news. The big one is the Earl Thomas getting yeah. released. Yeah, that's interesting. What's the what's the full story there? All right, so um, apparently this has all been going on for a while, where uh, basically since Earl Thomas joined the team. Well, all right, so let's back it all up here because this is a pretty juicy story, and I don't, I'm just going to go off memory here because um, you know, I was super busy with a lot of things, and you prepared the outline for this one. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to go basically off memory here. So, right, so we, we back it up. Earl was having issues when he was with the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to pay him because, you know, their reports, the Seahawks are pretty good about keeping locker room issues like quiet. Like, uh, very much so like the Patriots do, right? Mm -hmm. Like, um, no one's really bigger than the organization. Um, so like things were pretty quiet with Earl, but there was clearly some animosity building. And then the notorious moment where he, um, you know, got hurt in that contract year, got hurt and carted off the field with the middle finger up. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of the first sign we saw that like, Something weird's going on with this guy. Yep. Like, that guy's like a legend, like Hall of Famer. And beloved. And beloved by Seattle. Yeah. And, like, 
for him to just throw up a middle finger as he's getting carted off the field, it says it was all directed at, like, it's just frustration, and supposedly him and Pete cleared the air, but, like, kind of, but not really, right? Yeah, it was weird. Um, yeah, so it was weird. And so then he got signed by the Ravens, and, you know, then they had a pretty good season. He had a pretty decent year. Mm-hmm. Um, and this off season, the first thing we saw is he like his girl showed up or his wife, I think, I think his wife showed up at his brother's apartment, tracked his phone. And there his brother and him are like double teaming some like strippers or some shit. Yeah. He had sex with his brother or something. Yeah. He had sex <laughs> with his brother. And so that's weird too. Right. Um, so that's, that's a, very weird. That's another really weird thing. Um, so then now it's publicized, you know, that, uh, Earl Thomas just had a disagreement with Chuck Clark, uh, the other safety for the Ravens Mm -hmm. and they got in a fight and the Ravens just yesterday announced the release of Earl Thomas, which is huge. Um, yeah, I mean, he's still, I mean, he's older, but he's still a hell of a player. Yeah. He's still, and apparently his camp was like really good. Yeah. Like leading up to this. Well, kind of. Yeah. So he, we're saying he was like in pretty good. He's well, saying he said that. I he's guess, saying huh? he was yeah. having his best camp. Um, you're right, you're right, you're right. So the stories I read was uh, like, all right. So like Earl, whatever. So Chuck Clark like took his helmet off and like threw it on the ground. Okay. That's the the clip that Earl released on his Instagram before the the Ravens released him. Okay. Um. So they he took the helmet off, threw it on the ground, and started walking towards Earl Thomas. And uh, I think it was Mike Silver reported the story saying that uh, uh, Chuck Clark's like, what the fuck, man? He blew a red zone coverage. Mm -hmm. And Earl Thomas is just like, nah, it's cool. And Chuck Clark's like, it's just practice, bro. No, it's not cool, man. Like, you haven't been showing up to meetings. You haven't been, you know, uh, getting in the playbook, all this stuff. So you don't know what it's doing. Rewind to win. Earl first came on the Ravens. Their reports, or Earl Thomas was on record saying that the Ravens playbook was much more complicated than the Seahawks system. There was a mm. lot more depth to it, like all this stuff. So, like, seems to me like he was kind of never getting the the system intelligence and, issue, and he just kind of shut it down. Are we saying on this podcast Earl Thomas isn't smart? Uh, well. Yeah, without a doubt. I'm saying he's, <laughs> he's not acting like a smart individual. He's definitely not acting uh, that way. You can't have sex with your brother and then claim to be smart. Oh, that's yeah. not true. I'm sure. I was present. about to say, I can't think of a case, but like, yeah. uh, we'll put that out there. I mean, if anybody it, knows of a case of you or someone else having sex with your brother that is actually very intelligent, let yeah. us know. True. I'd like to settle yeah. that. Well, yeah, I guess if like Elon Musk comes forward, like, I like, used to have sex with my brother on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> like, like damn, all weird, right, but he's smart. Eat my own words, I guess. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll eat it at that point. Um, no, I mean, I'm just saying. Like, uh, I I think there's some shit going on with Earl Thomas. I think he's in like a downward spiral, man. Do we think with some of these guys act up a little bit as their careers go on that it's uh, like CTE stuff? Yeah, like like something. Yeah, it's possible. Brains I mean, are a little rocked in there. I mean, Earl used to light people up. Yeah. I don't know what they're giving these guys either, you know, in terms oh, yeah, of, like, yeah. painkillers and shit sure. like that, you know, because, I mean, um, speaking from, like, personal experience, I've had family members that have been, like, 
on different medications, you know? And that shit, like, fucks with your brain chemistry, man. Like, you act like an entirely different person, and it's just, it's amazing. You get them off that prescription or that substance or whatever, Mm -hmm. and they they transform again, so. Or um, even I've heard of people getting on the right ones and, like, switching, so, like, helps out a lot, or whatever the case may be. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I I wonder about that a lot when I hear about players, like, doing just just stuff that's, like, the Darius Geis one, too. Unused, like, un... Yeah. Just weird, out of character. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like the Darius Geis one to me, uh, I know we talked about it on the last episode with uh, Drew, but um, like one thing I didn't mention was like, all right, how many knee surgeries has he had now in recent years? Like, mm-hmm. you know, they're giving that guy some painkillers. Yeah. Like he's never had like a violent case like this, but then the rape things just came to light. But, then, yeah. Um, but, you know, like if a guy's like kind of on the edge like that, you know, yeah, in terms of uh, like behavior, like where they've, you know, shown flashes of this and then you give them all these crazy ass fucking painkillers and you know the guy's probably still, I mean, you don't know, but he's a young man, you know, still probably yeah, drinking yeah. and stuff, not following the prescription rules yeah. like you're supposed to. Ultimately, like, it's obviously still on him, but like at some point you got to look at it and be like, yeah, and for Earl, the NFL should look at it and be like, you know what, what are we like? Analyze the whole situation. Yeah. What are we giving these guys? Like, yeah. What are the side effects? Like, and like. You know, I mean, Earl's a millionaire. It's kind of a millionaire. Kind of a dirty part of the game. It is. Oh, without a doubt. Like kind of that unspoken, like, I mean, dirty side of business. Yeah, you know, it is. That's the tough thing about professional sports is that like we all grow up as kids, where like you know you play on the team and the team is your family or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Like you're all that. You know, this whole idea. But then it train it transforms. It becomes a business, you know. Once like mm-hmm. money gets involved and those coaches are getting paid, I guess like the high school level is kind of where it first starts to really kind of transform, where your high school coach mm-hmm. is getting paid, based depending on how good of a football school you're at or whatever, you yeah. know. But like, uh, you know, how he performs is dependent on you as a player. So his yeah. decisions now are like, it's no longer about just like making sure you're a better man it's about you making his team successful yeah and it only gets like more and more complicated as as you climb the ranks you know for sure so uh i think a lot of people like you know want to look at the nfl and be like oh this and that but i mean if i'm at you know working my sales career and i'm a salesman and i'm not putting up the numbers that uh you know my company is setting for me as a quota like they're gonna cut me you know, yeah. they're not going to ask what's going, well, they might, you know, they might ask a couple of questions like Nowadays, what's going might. on in my personal sure. life and all that stuff. They might you give know? you a couple of chances. But they don't really care. You know, they're not going to be yeah. like, all right, well, let's set you up. I mean, depending on the company, but sure. 90% of companies probably maybe more won't be like, all right, let's get you some mental health help. You know, let's get you some resources yeah. here, get you some rest. You need to be cleaning up I your saw, diet hunter. Yeah. Like I saw a thing today that it was just like a tweet, I think, but it was something about like uh, companies during COVID, like, Oh, you know, focus on your mental health, but uh, like, you know, not going to pay you more or give you more rest or do anything like that. But like yeah. try yoga. Yeah. yeah you know, okay. <laughs> like that's like the, yeah. the cure. You know what I mean? Now that you're not commuting into work uh, four hours a day, why don't you spend that time and do some yoga, bitch? Yeah. It's just like a get those sales numbers up. Yeah. It's just like a, a pretend. It's like, all caring. it's all a show, dude. It's all a show. Yeah, we're real pessimistic right now. Yeah. Fuck <laughs> Anyways, world's cold, man. Uh. Uh, next F Earl. You think he's going the Cowboys? 
Remember back back when he was a hockey? Yeah, I think he's got the Cowboys of, probably. Wanted Jerry to come get him. Mm-hmm. Hawks so it seems like he's always wanted to play there. Hawks sign him, have him play Nickelback. Dude, I was kind of thinking about that. I was like, yeah. what if the Hawks signed him? Yeah, they won't. I don't he, think they will either. He, he's going to be too expensive and uh, seems like he's a little, clearly a problem. A lot of trouble right now. <laughs> yeah, he's a yeah. distraction. Um, Next thing, I want to talk a little bit about, and I haven't done a ton of research on it, but the false positive COVID tests that have been coming back. Oh, right. There's been like a bunch. I guess they keep saying, okay, it's from like the same New Jersey lab. I think this all happened like yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, like the same New Jersey lab was producing like, it was like a pretty high number, like 40-something false positive tests for players. Yeah. Like some bigger players were involved. Yeah. And uh, they're like, oh, no, no, no. I think it's all just like bad tests, you know, because then they were saying like, okay, every test from this lab was coming back as a false positive. But like put it on my tinfoil hat. Yeah. How much of that is truth and how much is that is like a cover-up. Yeah. Or potential uh, cover-up. I, I think it's probably true right now, but uh-huh. – I would go full conspiracy, except for I just uh, was reading the language on one of the the bills that they're trying to get passed in Congress about um, like all this coronavirus stuff, where um, basically like what are the rules for an employee to sue their employer okay. based on like gross negligence and all yeah. that, and so like there's a lot of like loophole language and shit, but. Um, I mean, that would not be loophole language if the NFL was covering up tests. Uh, yeah. Like saying, po- saying positive tests were actually negative tests so that the NFL season wouldn't be derailed. Yeah. Like they would get in, they, the NFL would be risking so much that sure. it would just risk risk reward, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, but they've done something like. 50,000 tests over the last few days and like 20 something thousand on players and in the NFL? zero oh. yeah zero uh have come back positive damn and NFL they do it, it NFL cured corona like uh I was watching hard knocks and that's basically all they show is people just getting corona tests they do them like a couple times a day i think it's awesome. something crazy people are just getting swabbed all the time <laughs> so uh yeah i don't know they seem to be having good success whatever is yeah yeah, NFL's got the secret stuff. Well, yeah, I don't remember if we talked about it on the show, but when the Seahawks uh, they cut one of their rookie cornerbacks, I don't think I did. So they've got all the players like isolated in a hotel, right? Yeah, like, they've essentially like set up their bubbles and shit. Yeah, did we talk about it on the show? I don't know if we talked about it on the show. I don't show. think we did. No. So a rookie uh, in the Seahawks uh, rookie camp attempted to dress up his girlfriend or a female in as a as a Seahawks player, wasn't it like in uh, like a big hoodie or something? Yeah, it was like a big hoodie and like uh, I think he I don't think he put a jersey on her, but uh, yeah, he tried to sneak her in as a player. It's and they caught her. Pussy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those are the tweets. Like, how good is that pussy? That Seriously. this guy's like willing to willing to risk it all. Yeah, man. Like just. Oh, man, you're a rookie. You get you're cut. A rookie, and you're not even gonna make the. You Come don't even on. get a shot to make the oh, team because nobody's gonna sign pussy. you after that. Like no. they're like, this guy's a dummy. Yeah, you're probably like barely even had it. You know, like yeah, just to make the team. Yeah, if you were already on man, the fringe, how would you ruin your chances yeah. at that at an NFL contract? Get paid. And who knows, man? And he could have been like, oh, I wasn't gonna make the team anyways. But it's like, dude, you never know. You yeah, know, someone you never could know. get hurt. They've. 
I mean, why up. are you there then? You yeah. Know? Like, yeah. Get up and play. Yeah. What a, a what shame. a dork. Yeah. I mean, pretty good effort, I guess. You hate to see a young man <laughs> squander an opportunity like that. You do hate to see it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess right move trying to dress her up, trying to think of how you'd sneak somebody yeah, in. That's not completely stupid, right? Yeah. No, I mean, didn't put, just try to walk clearly put some the, thought thought into it. A lot of thought. Yeah. Oh come on, man. He he should be watching more like prison movies like escape yeah like where are the ducks like put her in the, the heat ducks put her in the laundry thing oh, with the all the towels thing. and robes on top of her yep. wheel her in yeah that's what i'd do that would have been better pay one of those maids to give her a costume oh, or a, costume? a uniform yeah there's so many better ways so dude. many better ways so many better ways he all he did was get an official seahawks sweatshirt and put it on her and been like all right yeah yeah here comes some five two <laughs> yeah Little girl, like walking in, you know, five two double D's and <laughs> yeah, you know, red bottom heels. Ain't nobody falling for that. Um, all right, yeah. Uh, another thing I had listened here wasn't really big news, but people were were saying some stuff about it. Belichick signed some guy that hasn't played football in five years. Uh, yeah. He's like a tight end, Paul Questenberry. Questenberry. He has two brothers that play in the NFL, I think, right mm-hmm. now. But like, like I was saying, it's probably not news if Belichick doesn't do it. Yeah. Like he's, but everybody just always thinks he's up to something. Yeah. And so to sign some guy that hasn't played football in five years is like weird. <laughs> it is weird. Everybody's like, man, what's going on over there? Belichick, you yeah. know, like what's he's poking around, just wants to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And he's, you know, he's looked to as the, the master with all the secrets. Yeah. I feel like the NFL like puts out a memo to all 32 teams. Like, like, Hey, like guys, we need, we need a heartwarming story this uh, mm. off season, go out and find some obscure dude to sign to your training camp roster. And uh, let's see how it goes. Like previous years, they've had like the green beret guy. Yep. And then there was like the, um, uh, like Brian banks who, mm-hmm. you know, that was a fucked up story that happened to him. But like he got out at, of prison after like how many years, like five years or six years or something like that. And then like, Oh yeah, here's your tryout for the NFL. It's like this dude hasn't been playing football, let alone like playing real life. It like, is a little. He's iffy. just gonna come out and just make the team. Yeah, it is a little iffy. I wonder if there are some manufactured storylines. Yeah, going. It seems like there's always there. like every offseason they go find the like the Seahawks had that one corner. I remember it was getting a lot of press here locally. Uh, I want to say something Henry. But he was like a car salesman. He was selling cars just a season ago. Just a day ago. (laughs) And now he's out here, like, you know, getting his shot with the Seahawks, like living his dream. It's like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's about it. That stuff does happen, right? Yeah. Oh, they happen. Wasn't Kurt Warner like a grocery store clerk or some shit like that? Yeah. Played up in Canada and then groceries. Something, some shit like that. Yeah. Free agent, undrafted free agent. And then he balls out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Stuff happens. happens, but like, yeah, sometimes it's a little. Seems a little weird, a little forced maybe. Yeah. Uh, let's move on to some fantasy football. Yeah, cool. Just some news and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as I was poking around Twitter, and I know uh, he's he's been out there. I've seen him before, but OJ. Oh, yeah. He's OJ Simpson giving out fantasy football advice. Why wouldn't he be out there? Uh, I don't know. Maybe just trying to – I mean, he's out in the public eye, I guess. OJ just yeah. doesn't give a shit. 
I was going to say there's no reason for him to be OJ not knows, out there. He's, OJ knows what people think about man. him. He's a man. He didn't do anything. I know, but he knows what public uh, court of public opinion is, and he <laughs> does not give a shit. Not yet. It's OJ, camera hungry. OJ's doing him. He's innocent. He is. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, he's out there handing out fantasy football advice. Yeah. So for anybody out there wanting advice from a really awesome One of running the greatest back. running backs yeah. of all time, the juice. Might as well go check out what he's got to say. Um, I was... Sifting through some of it, it's pretty vanilla. To be honest, no hot takes yeah. coming from OJ. Yeah, seems like he's. I don't know. He always starts off every video though with "Hello, Twitter world." <laughs> so I think he thinks <laughs> Twitter tough. is its own world. Yeah. I guess it kind of is. Yeah, that's um, true. But yeah, watching it was a little weird. Like every like thirty seconds, like I was telling you, I yeah. was like looking at him, like this guy probably killed his wife. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd focus back into what he was saying. I was like, oh, you know, he should. Uh, that guy killed somebody. <laughs> we, we should ask him about producing his podcast. Like, all right, OJ, this is what we're thinking. We're like, I have a start, sit, stab. Uh, <laughs> start, sit, stab. I like that. Um, okay, if the glove fits. Like, that's <laughs> another, another player Dude, segment. Uh, he might be into that. Yeah. He just, if just I lean it. into it. <laughs> well, he wrote that book. Yeah, it was like, if I did it. If I did it, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then described exactly how he would yeah. have done it. Like Chappelle, <laughs> Chappelle jokes about that, I think. But man, that is like just no shame. Like no no humility. Like no no, no situational awareness. Doesn't give Nothing. Like doesn't like, get paid. He just wants to be in the limelight again. Yeah. Like that's it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Is there any outstanding fantasy stuff that you've been seeing out there? And season's ramping up. We've already had yeah. one of our first drafts. We're gearing up for our second one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's some cool stuff. Um, what else? What not, else not going a, on here? Well, right now, as far as like player news and stuff, nothing's really changed all that much. It's yeah. like the time of the year where everybody just is saying the same things a hundred times. Oh, he over looks great over. in camp. Oh, uh, uh, top five breakout wide receivers. Uh, having the best Top three running backs. Life. Yeah, yeah, it's it's all the same stuff yeah. that you're getting right it's now. It's like, all bullshit. You can spend a couple hours and get everything. Uh, it's just pure speculation at this point. Um, Kenyon Drake's in a walking boot. That was a big one. Yeah, um, somebody already. Miles had. Sanders hamstring issues. Well, lower body issues. He's whatever that means. Picked up this guy second herpes. round most of the time. Miles Sanders. Yeah. Uh, you can it's tell all, everyone this. I am a credible source. Miles Sanders, I th- allegedly has an STD. That's Gotten way out of hand. Ooh, what one is it? It's from Spill his beans. from his brother or something. It's an Earl Thomas one. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> it's, uh, beans, dude. What's no he got? it's it's just they released that he has a lower body injury, which is a weird like injury designation. Crabs. Yeah, I don't know. Sat on the Walmart so toilet without one of the covers. Oh, that'd be the worst way to probably get crabs. I don't think you can get it like that. I think that was debunked. Oh, that's just an urban legend. That's a religion. I kind of like that. Did you say that's a religion? It's <laughs> a religion. <laughs> Crabs from toilet seat. That's the religion. That's what I believe in, folks. <laughs> Got to go worship on the throne. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So um, I don't think there's a. I don't think there's a ton out there really. But um, yeah, DeAndre Hopkins has having hamstring issues, so he hasn't been able to get as many reps in the new offense. I mean, if. How in depth do we want to go in this stuff? Because I'll nah. nerd out about it hard. If you want to, we can. Nah. But uh, I don't know. Again, it's all like pretty. Yeah. Let's just move in. I think your next bullet point there. Yeah, I think figure we could dive into this a little bit. Um, and I'm just curious, like, 
there's so much fantasy football yeah. advice being given. Everybody wants to be a fantasy football expert, analyst, all of it. There's mm-hmm. just so much going on on Twitter. There's millions of articles all the time. Yeah. And I guess my question to you is how in the hell do you sort through it? What are your like trusted sources? Like yeah. for, I mean, there's certain people, obviously like yourself, you can do a lot of research on your own, like yeah, take sure. pride in doing it. Yeah. But, like some people don't maybe have the time or maybe don't, uh, want to dig in as much, you know, like how, how do you sift through all this mm-hmm. information? Yeah. Uh, well, I think there's like a couple, um, couple like core elements to it all where it's just like, uh, like information overload where they talk about like, um, like the horse gamblers, guys that bet on like horse racing and they, I believe it's seven or 17 pieces of information. So it's basically you you get those seven pieces of information and, um, you know, that every single person gets and you can analyze those and make your bets. And the, the gamblers or the bettors were no more accurate with like 100 pieces of information than they were with the seven with pieces the seven. of information. Mm-hmm. They were actually less accurate because they were overanalyzing it gotcha. and reading into stats that like, weren't necessarily correlated. And uh, I think that was from like an older study, you know, now with all the algorithms and everything like that are out there, but still anything that's got like a human element to it, which like fantasy football is literally just human elements. It's just a bunch of us going, Oh, this is what I think is going to happen. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, you know, someone's, this is one of my favorite lines. And I said it about Miles Sanders uh, that I, heard from someone years ago, but like his, his hamstrings are made of Twizzlers. And mm-hmm. it's just like, you know, like some of those guys, like that's how they're, they're yeah. like, you just never know when a dude's like tendons going to rupture or pop no. or whatever. And so it's just like, all you can do really is like, I Bob Lung's model consistency model. That's yeah. like, if I was to give people advice, I'd be like, all right, look who's been producing. Like, look whose situation is the most like stable, mm-hmm. most consistent, like good offenses. And then basically that's all you need. Like take those players. Yeah. And sleepers and stuff. Then you have to just look at like their football situation, you know, as to who's in like young guys, rookies or whatever, who's lined up in a role on the depth chart where they're going to get an opportunity in a offense that's going to produce. Yeah. Yeah. I think overall like team success maybe doesn't always get like, talked about as much like offensive success right like, coach coaching like like schemes and like yeah. people being brought in like people want to talk know. about the role and everything like oh yeah. he's going to be the lead back but where's he going to be the lead back you know like if he's going to be yeah. the lead back and like uh i don't even know dude like where's a shitty team these days i feel like a I lot of know. teams are in decent yeah. spots that's the problem with this time of season two is like yeah i just I'm optimistic about way too much. <laughs> I know. I'm like, All look right. at a team like, oh, you know, I could see him doing well. And yeah. like, that's a part of the problem too. Cause a lot of people are like that. Yeah, totally. But, uh, like, you know, if you look at like the top producing offenses, like, I mean, the Rams, the Falcons, chiefs. um, the chiefs, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Cowboys. Um, you look at those offenses and try and get players on those offenses. Like, if a guy gets a role, like like Tony Pollard last year, if he was mm-hmm. going to get the starting role behind that Cowboys O-line and that offense, dude, like, yeah, that dude's ceiling's going to go way up. But 
people are talking about Antonio Gibson for the Redskins this year. Uh, yeah. You know, possibly beating out Bryce Love and uh, Adrian Peterson. And it's like, man. Yeah, why waste your time on that? <laughs> like, I, I mean, but I've heard I mean, of people like I mean, last in the round, Dynasty maybe. League. Yeah, or Pick maybe, up, like, maybe whatever. a last round flyer. But there's no way with this short training camp that he's going to learn the pass pro. The guy didn't even play running back in college. Like, barely. Another thing, too, is, like, if you've been playing fantasy football and you do hit on a sleeper, chasing that high. Oh, man, yeah. I always some, people, some people chasing that oh, high and get that me. hit. Yeah. That First time you did it. Start chasing the dragon. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Sorry. Yeah, no, but seriously, chasing the dragon is real. Yeah, no, like you get a sleeper and you pick him up and you he do does a little super bit well. of heroin, man, and you just can't. <laughs> you lock stop. yourself in a room and turn all the lights off, crack a couple glow sticks, and uh, let me tell you, brother, shoot up, brother. Yeah, but um, yeah, man, I don't know. Fantasy football Twitter is like pretty toxic, to be honest. Uh, if you're like actually wanting to be better at fantasy football, um, I don't know. How'd you do? Have you done anything crafty in your uh, in your league with the fantasy and session guys? I've done zero things crafty. Uh, I, I, I drafted a bunch crafty. of guys that uh, I looked back at my roster and I was like, "What the hell did I do?" I yeah. looked and I have a bunch of guys that just get hurt every year. <laughs> I'm probably going to be in for a rough season, to be honest. They, Unless uh, these dudes can like stay healthy. Yeah, uh, they made an announcement that there were three IR spots, and so yeah. I just went and dropped Carlos Hyde and like added. Uh, yeah, like I Rashad that. Penny to my IR spot, Alshon Jeffrey to my IR spot, and John Ross to my IR spot. And this year, the IR for the NFL, for anyone listening, this is a good one, is reduced to three weeks instead mm. of the six weeks designation. Damn. So guys can be brought back after three weeks if they're placed on IR. Damn, that's pretty big. That's cutting out. Oh, it's huge. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. Yep. So... Um. Yeah, no one's talking about it on the Twitter, fantasy Twitter. So Another thing about fantasy football and just the world and analysts and stuff is, like, people are just allowed to say whatever the hell they want, and if they're wrong, it's just, like, you just, everybody just forgets. No accountability, man. No accountability in fantasy football. You yeah. just, I can just sit here and say whatever I want, and that this guy is going to be awesome, and then yep. he sucks, and then it's, like, everybody will just forget. Yeah. Well, uh, our guest for next Monday, Hilo, um... Or Hilo, probably. I don't know. Uh, Hilo. No, it's Hilo. We'll figure um, it out. Yeah, well, he's coming on here. I only know him through Twitter. But uh, they've got their their project going on, Fantasy Football World Series, mm-hmm. where it's quarterly leagues. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the whole structure of it is supposed to be, like, more accountability like that, like where the guys that do the best, you know, get ranked, and then you have, like, higher-ranking leagues and shit. Yeah, see, that's that's pretty cool. It's way cool. Because, like, all these guys out there that are analysts, their fancy check marks and stuff are turds. Not all of them, you know, but a lot of them say stupid things all the time. A lot of the guys, you know, I understand. I feel like being an analyst is somebody who has, like, enough time to do all the stats and dig deep on everything. Yeah. And then you're an analyst. Yeah. Well, I mean, not even. That's all it really takes. Yeah, even then you don't. You can just take somebody else's stats and just look at it and go, this is what I think. Well, like on Twitter, like a ton of, there's a ton of guys that are out there doing like, you know, the work, mm-hmm. just, just doing the work, just really doing the work, you know, uh, 
JT First Man or whatever, that guy on Instagram does know. the impressions. Oh, man, he's hilarious. Check him out. That was his impression of uh, a musician being interviewed. Oh, I know uh, what guy you're just, talking about. Just really been doing the work. Yeah. 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 But I feel like that's a ton of fancy football analysts out there. It but is. there are a bunch of guys that are like, you know, the grassroots guys that are pouring through, you know, the stats and being like, you know, okay, uh, Golden Tate is leading the NFL five years in a row in yards after catch or over the past five years, he leads the NFL. Like that's an awesome stat. That's why I snagged. But Golden late. Tate's being drafted in like the 16th round or going undrafted. Yeah, I, weeks, I snagged him. You know? late, yeah. And it's like just because he's not the – and all these rookies though – in redraft leagues are going in like, you know, rounds like seven through 10. Everybody just wants to hit on that. Yeah. And it's crazy. That flashy rookie running back. Like, And I saw like two of the NFL analysts had uh, Jonathan Taylor listed as a sleeper. And it's like, if you've been following it at all, like Jonathan Taylor's like in line to be the lead back for like the Colts. And so he's a stud. Hardly a sleeper. Like he was really yeah. good. He's really his good. thighs are huge. He's huge. He's a huge dude. Yeah. Like, but it's like, come on, that's not a sleeper, dude. And both of you can't have the same sleeper. Yeah, that's. I, I guess that's just what's hard, and maybe it's just inevitable because everybody's working from basically the same information. Yeah. So there's no, a totally million is. people doing this, all the same information. People are going to draw the same conclusions, and yeah. that's just what it is. Yeah, it's kind of silly. It's it kind of a silly, like, I mean, it's just at the end of the day, it's a silly game that we all play. Yeah, that's yeah, true. So. That's true. Well, whatever. It's fun. And yeah, I fucking no, love is, doing it. It so. is kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'll still sit there and read everybody's information, so I guess keep at it. Yeah, for sure. You know? Um, all right. You want to move on to talking about this Madden 21 yard mode a little bit? Yeah. We can just kind of hit on it. Yeah. I don't, I don't know uh, too much about it other than just what I've been reading other guys say. Yeah. What were some of the reviews looking like? Uh, Not great. Well, let's hold on. Really quick. <laughs> Madden 21, if you don't know. Shit, dog shit. <laughs> is going to be dog shit. No, uh, they're introducing a yard mode. Basically, what it looks like is if you are somewhat our age, you know about NFL Street. Yeah. NFL Street was pretty awesome back in the day. It looks like they're trying to replicate that since there's nothing in the market like that. Um, 6v6 gameplay. Uh, your player plays both offense and defense. So the example they use is like Jalen Ramsey out there at receiver. Um, all kinds of trick passes and stuff is what it looks like. And uh, yeah, what what have the reviews been saying? Yeah, I just heard, I don't know. It's hard to say, you know, until you actually play it sure. yourself because some people are just like with everything so sensational about stuff. But I, I was seeing people saying that it was a lot of um, – just fluff. Like it just wasn't really like that robust of a feature. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was just kind of dumb. People are just getting bored of it real quick. Like it's cool for a minute. Yeah. Cool. Uh, like if you're hanging out with other people, throw yeah, it on really quick. That, but that was kind of the reviews. Like they said it was just a, I believe the exact uh, quote was, why did EA spend all this time developing this dog shit? No, they didn't say dog shit. Said something shit. I, I'm pretty much the only person that says dog shit all the time that I know. Oh, uh, dude. You haven't watched uh, enough Twitch streamers. Those kids love saying oh, dog they shit. They love saying dog yeah, shit. They say dog shit constantly. I got to find something else to say. Kids fucking dog shit, bro. He's fucking dog shit. Yeah, yeah. all the time. Fuck. All right. Horse, horse shit? Mm, cat shit. 
Beaver shit. <laughs> this game's complete beaver shit. <laughs> this game's platypus shit, brother. And platy shit, boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, he was just saying that they should have spent more time because basically, like, he's saying Madden 21 is the exact same game as Madden 20. And yeah, I know we say that every year about yeah, Madden, but he's like, they did almost nothing to it. And, like, I was hearing that they even took away some features of Madden 20 that people liked, like in franchise mode and stuff. Like what? Um, Did you get specifics? I didn't get specifics on that. No, I was just, I'm just strictly following the hype on this via Twitter. It wouldn't surprise me at all, though. Yeah. If they took away some. Madden just does. I remember one year, I don't remember what year it is. Me and Chad used to love playing franchise mode. Yeah. And there was one year of Madden. God, it was years ago. But, like, for some reason, they took out, like, multiplayer on franchise. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Like, you couldn't do it. And we bought it. And we're, like, like opening day, went and bought yeah, it. And I remember got that home year. to play. And we're, like, what the hell? Yeah. Why can't you, you can't play two players on the same team in franchise yeah. mode? Like, what is this? Like, why? There's no reason. There's no reason to take it out. I think they were, like, at that point, I think online was, like, trying to become super popular with Madden and games like that. And I think they're like we're trying to force you people to buy copies to play online together yeah i think man. that i think but that then was they the angle, wouldn't but let I, us play franchise sure. together you know still even online I think they you still to, like, don't play allow against it. each other or something yeah you have to be different teams i don't know it's pretty whack it's just dumb it it seems like some a feature that's so easy to put in yeah I'm like what's your point yeah i don't know what's your uh, point, we'll see man. what it comes out tomorrow yeah the 25th I saw some guys just said to change your console time zone to new zealand and it'll let you buy the game right now oh that's cool yeah <laughs> so you just change home and download it. consoles registered or whatever and download it but yeah yeah Damn. i think probably nine o'clock tonight we'll be able to buy it oh okay cool well, i guess i mean i'm gonna buy it regardless yeah. they're gonna get my money yeah, i'm gonna buy it too. but uh welcome yeah i i try to like hold off on like reviews reading reviews and stuff until after i get the game for a game like this that I know I'm going to get anyways, just because mm-hmm. I don't want to have like a negative perception. Yeah. yeah. But it's inevitable. Like with Madden, if you're following it at all, cause on it's the web, the first day you get Madden and you start playing is always cool because everything's updated. New player names, new player names, like, like all the you, rookies are you know, in. It's just fun. It's always a little exciting. It'll be after like the first month that we're like, unless they took away something big. Yeah, but it'll be like after the first month, month where people will be like, "Eh, yeah. I don't know, they're missing a lot still." Yeah, for sure. The true true colors will come out. Mm-hmm. Um, let's move on a little bit. We we're gonna talk about this last week. Didn't get to it. The uh, Drake music video. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we didn't talk about this. No, last we week. didn't talk yeah. about this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we watched it together. Yeah. It's pretty tight. Yeah. What's it called? Uh, is it laugh now, cry later, or something like that? Yeah, I think that's it. Baby. Yeah, he, uh, baby. It seems, I mean, gosh, we didn't really do any research, but it seemed like a bunch of baby commercials. Yeah, Nike, old Nike. Yeah, commercials. it seemed like a bunch of old Nike commercials. Shot it um, out here in Beaverton. Mm hmm. Uh, that's close to us, if you guys don't know. Yeah, Beaver shit. Pretty town. close, pretty close to Ridgefield, Washington. Yep, yep. Put us on the map. Uh huh. Come on, Drake, come out to Ridgefield and we'll. Film a video with you. Yeah. Take you out and out of the boat launch. Come on, you won't. <laughs> yeah, bring those jet skis you were riding, yeah, bro. Bring those jet skis. Fun. We'll show you where we'd want to go if we had jet skis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's it pretty cool, though. Yeah. Uh, I love that he had, like, 
OBJ in it, Beast Mode. Yeah, yeah. There's some big names, cool cameos. Yeah, what Durant um, was in it. Yeah, and I liked how he wasn't like taking himself too seriously. Yeah, I know? I agree. Um, like he he was joking with it, but um, oh yeah. <laughs> nice edit there to the script, but <laughs> I'm gonna keep going. Uh, where he was like, uh, like one thing that's definitely uh like a meme now on the internet is him doing running that route. Oh yeah, oh, who you think you're shaking with that, Jake? <laughs> He'd get locked down. I'd get probably under his, by like I'd yeah, get under his you. pads and put him in the fucking <laughs> ground. <laughs> uh, he gets jammed so fucking hard off the line, Drake. <laughs> I'd bet all my money. That I would lock Drake up in one-on-one. Yeah, he doesn't seem like... My life savings. <laughs> Straight up. Yours versus pink yeah. slips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. I'll go two to one. Could you uh, imagine if you did that and he like roasted you? If I put 10... You gr- would not be able to live it down. I guarantee I'd make the money back in publicity. Oh, I guess that's... 10 that's grand true. of advertising to that's get true. locked up one-on-one with Drake or for Drake to lock me up. Well, yeah, first of all, you better roast his ass. First of all, I'd roast Drake's ass <laughs> like fucking barbecue pork, dude. You hear that, Drake? <laughs> yeah, Drake, I'm calling you out. <laughs> um, all 10 of our listeners can get the message out to Drake. Yeah, if anybody <laughs> listening knows Drake. Yeah, but brief pro- brief pause here. Thanks for listening to anyone that does listen to this. Oh, yeah, we do appreciate it. Yeah, we got some feedback from you guys and, uh, you know, Appreciate you listening, and if you are listening, take a moment. Go follow us on Twitter, uh, yep. like, subscribe, stuff. Uh, yeah, you know. let us let us know uh, how we're doing. Yeah, yeah let us cool. know us on the on the socials. Always looking, uh, yeah, to improve. Yeah. But back to Drake. Uh, another note I have here: he was palming a ball at the end. Yeah, I saw that. Definitely a women's ball, right? We're yeah, agreement, probably. Yeah, he's got those small hands for sure, dude. Like, uh, you're that sensitive. Yeah. You know you got little. You can't have it all. <laughs> can't you know, have he can't it have it all. It's not his it's fault. It's not, not his fault. Yeah, it's not his fault. And they were totally, like, emphasizing it, too. Like, in the, you know, they were making a point to show Drake's uh, palming the ball, like, multiple times. Yeah. Like, the cameras were kind of focused. He seems it. like a guy He has, like, I don't know. It doesn't seem like he has big hands. He's like, yo, I want to get a shot of me palming the ball. Yeah. Like, you know, people only think of me as that guy in the wheelchair, and I want to be the guy palming the ball. <laughs> People think I. People always said I couldn't do it. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. They always doubted me. I came <laughs> started from the bottom. Now I'm here. I can do it. Like Drake, you grew up in a wealthy, like Jewish Canadian neighborhood. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I don't know. Probably, I don't know enough about it. I don't know. Drake, come and dispute it when I'm locking you up on the. <laughs> um, did Nike cut him a check? You think? Yes, for sure. Right? Yeah. It's the whole thing is just a Nike totally. commercial. One hundred percent. Cool, cool, cool. Um, and then last thing I have is he just kind of knows he's going to be a meme and leans into it. Yeah, he's pretty it. like uh, down to earth, and that's kind of why he's been on top of the game for the last ten years. Yeah, all jokes aside, Drake is killing the game. Like he's, yeah, he knows what he's doing. He's a, it's like just know, about every movie he makes is yeah. very calculated, and very fucking good. I don't know who's on his team. You know, but there's those good ones team. out there. They just got good teams. Dude, like him, T Swift. You just yeah, they just get it. Like Beyonce. They, like just, they just know how to market, dude. They like make yeah, yeah, make great moves. Um cool. Uh we'll move on from Drake. Yep. And let's talk a little bit about Vengeance. Batman. <laughs> I am Vengeance. I am Batman. We should do a 
We should have a Batman uh, voice changer for this podcast. That'd be sick. I was going to say, we're just talking Batman voices <laughs> the whole episode next time. I thought that's where you were going. Um, initial thoughts. Who is he? <laughs> <laughs> Where's the detonator? <laughs> Robert Pattinson. Um, I thought it looked tight. Yeah, I thought it looked pretty cool. Um, he looks a little emo. It looks dark. Yeah, which is cool. Uh, I think we've all been kind of longing for that since the Christopher Nolan yeah. series. Uh, the other Batman's have come out. Unfortunately, have disappointed pretty hard. Yeah, the one thing I'm like fascinated about right and there's not very many other movies that do this like how many remakes of batman have there been it's like it's crazy it's almost like a it's like, like a james bond type thing it's like you what, know two or three in the 90s i think and then there was like one two three the the christopher nolan series yeah series christopher nolan series there's two right yeah just joker and bane well there is like did the justice league the batfleck Dude, there's been like ben eight different Batmans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like actors playing Batman. Yeah. The uh what is his name? Michael Keaton. Yeah. Um yeah, there's been a ton. Oh, look at them all. Jesus Christ. George Clooney. <laughs> Jesus. Val Kilmer. Yeah, Val Kilmer. Kevin Conroy. David Mazuz, whoever the fuck that is. Uh Michael Keaton, Adam West, Christian Bale, Ben Affleck, Robert Pattinson. So John Hutcherson. For me, and oh again, for most God. people, probably our age. Asian Batman? I, those guys, I don't know if those guys have all really played it, I feel like. Yeah, that can't be accurate. Um, But I feel like our standard of Batman is Christopher Nolan ones, right? Like, they were the best. That was just our style, right? The, that dark. We like that but dark, they were like, like well-produced. Awesome movies. Oh, I mean, they were They're epic. Amazing. Yeah. yeah, they were epic. Like... Both of them were just amazing. And then, you know, the Heath Ledger stuff, and then they followed up with the Bane one, and it was like, man, yeah. that's big shoes to fill. And then they, like, fucking killed it with the next one. It was crazy. Oh, man, old Batman. Looks like a real dork. Look at he's smuggling a couple walnuts in his spandex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wouldn't even call Damn. those walnuts, man. <laughs> just uh, no offense to... Moose knuckles throughout, yeah. throughout Batman history. We should do a... <laughs> A rating of Batman Moose Knuckles. Man, 1943. That was the first ba- Batman. Louis G. Wilson. Damn, Batman, you all. Um, but Robert Pattinson, I'm not mad at it. Like it, Some people will clown it, but I feel like he's a good actor. He's a decent actor. Yeah. I saw a clip of him in that Lighthouse movie. Looked pretty good. Okay. That weird one with William Defoe, black and white. Oh, yeah. I guess he did like a really good job in that. Is that uh, the one where they have the, the little make-out session? Do they make out? That's uh, dope. I thought, I thought so. Uh, I thought that's what people were talking about, how weird William Defoe is. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's Green Goblin. But I don't know. I need to watch <laughs> it. Uh, you think that's how he got the role? Oh, absolutely. He probably just did some weird shit. And they're like, that guy's perfect. <laughs> he probably laughed, and they're like, that guy's perfect. Well, I was saying Robert Pattinson getting the Batman role. Oh, because William Defoe's chilling connection. with Green Goblin. Yeah. Like, yo, this guy gets it. He knows how to handle This guy understands superheroes. Green Goblin. Um... Yeah, it looks really dark. Yeah. I had a question here. Giant Joy. Uh, Batman's rule, obviously, is not to kill people. Yeah. But, like, what if they just made one where he kills people? I think that'd be fucking sweet. Yeah. I could be tracked down the bad guys and, like, actually killed them. It'd be pretty cool. It's just like, fuck it. Yeah, yeah they should do one, like, Like, what? he's still good, but, like, he kills the bad guys. Yeah. They should do one way in the future. 
like the year is 2021 and Batman is bad now. He's bad. <laughs> Super futuristic. <laughs> All the cars are flying and everything. No. The, but uh, like if they did one like uh like Blade Runner. Oh, like way cool. in the future, you know, where it's like all like kind of cyberpunk and shit and like then there's Batman just still holding it down but in this like minority report setting and he's just got to fucking fight robots and fight people but like he's just so over it all because like humanity's changed, you know. He's got a robot bat army. Yeah, robotic bat army. Yeah. <laughs> but they're not like flying bats they're baseball bats they run <laughs> they're baseball bats they fly through there and just <laughs> hit people they, they all connect together like a stick figure person oh like a, one of those pencil swords or marker swords you'd make in school you snap all the yeah, markers together exactly but it's baseball bats and they're all robotic and they Netflix. feed ass Netflix get at us yeah we got, we got ideas. ideas Um, so the villains are the Riddler and the Penguin Donnie the, DeVito. I think. The <laughs> <laughs> Old Donnie. Yeah. Uh, I think the penguin is played by Colin Farrell. I think people were saying. I loved him in old school. <laughs> <laughs> Step Brothers. <laughs> oh, man. My jokes are off today. <laughs> <laughs> You're killing me. <laughs> so yeah. I did see a thing. So in the trailer, the Riddler like has a card for Batman. And it, like, says some riddle on it, and people figured out the riddle within, like, a couple hours, I think, of the trailer being released. Um, but then people are like, maybe you're supposed to be able to figure out the riddle. So, yeah, um, I don't know. Probably, probably The Riddler's nothing. just, that's his, like, the he, new spin is he's just super shitty. That's what they were saying. It's like, the riddle, <laughs> like, yeah, it's not very good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, bro, those are just notes. Like, you're do you think the people <laughs> who, like, did the trailer are like, Fuck, like we put too much in there. <laughs> like just ruined the whole movie. Yeah, you're just writing a note at this point. Yeah, like, God damn it. He's like, behind the door. Yeah. <laughs> in, the, in the lobby. It's like, oh, okay. You go and open the door and he's just right there. And you're like, oh, man, like, oh wow. I'm surprised that. People are going to be pissed if that Riddler really fell like. off. <laughs> um, But okay, so one cool thing, last thing we'll end on. Yeah. I was reading one article. Uh, popsugar.com about Batman uh, gossip gossip stuff Mm -hmm. they said that it's supposed to be set up as a trilogy and eventually a spinoff series on HBO Max Uh, HBO gets its hands on it how fucking cool would a Batman series be on HBO that's when we get our murder series that would be so dope he'd be flying through all the big villains killing them all yeah like just flies through them with his or like season one Batman just dies with his bat horns (laughs) All the villains gang up and just kill him. What superpower would you give Batman to make Batman way more cool? Mm, just like he can throw baseballs. Just like not being a pussy all the time. <laughs> Start killing people. The That's ability to kill. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, uh, I'm down in my basement. His voice maybe. Yeah. <laughs> not have that dumbass voice. Yeah. How's Robert Pattinson going to sound? Uh, he said it in the trailer. He goes, I am vengeance. Oh, yeah, that's true. Or something like that. Lost his throat or lost his voice. It is a lozenge. lozenge. Yeah. What are you oh, going to say about the basement? Oh. oh, the bat basement? Yeah, there's a bat cave. I got a little bat that hangs out down Damn, there. Bat. We have our own bat cave. I almost forgot. Yeah. Yeah, we're turning it into a studio down there. So it's going to be super dope. And you guys are going to want to definitely um, 
follow the transformation of that space as we post pictures of it. Yeah. We're going to do that. But there's a bat down there we got imported from the actual bat lair. Yeah. His name's... Uh, Stella Luna. You remember that bat book Stella as Luna? a kid? Yeah. No, I don't. The little bat with the moon. Stella, Stella Luna. Luna? Yeah. Oh, you want to name him? That's what I named the bat already. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. I actually, I like we're that. getting a dog. I want to name the dog that, but... Stella Luna? Yeah. Nice. Courtney won't let me. So I had to settle with the bat. Is he yeah. still down there at the bat? Uh, might be down there today. I haven't been down there yet today. We can go check. I have to cut this off yeah, and uh, this go off. check. All right. Well, that's the episode. We're going to go see if there's a bat in my basement. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, oh, yeah. Follow us on Twitter, at The Money Play. Uh, go on the website, hotgarbagesports.com. I'm Hunter Vanderpool, and here with Brandon Yulstead. Later, guys. Peace. It's the money. <laughs> Brought to you by HotGarbageSports.com. Check it out.